This is Jim English, and welcome to my podcast. It's called Who Gives a Shit Files, and I appreciate you listening. Now, this podcast is dedicated to my daughter, Victoria Lee English, and there are no words in any language that can describe the boundless love and infinite respect I have for her. I have to tell you, she's a beautiful person inside and out. And when I think about her, I blush more colors than an Irish rainbow after a spring rain because I am so proud of her. Anyways, I'll stop because I could go on and on forever. When Tori was five years old, we took a trip to the Hawaiian Islands. And one of the places we stopped was the big island of Hawaii. And we flew over the volcano of Mauna Loa. And it is a sight to behold. It is 14,000 feet above sea level. And we could barely see the lava flowing from the top of the mountain. And Tori, being five, started asking a lot of questions about mountains and volcanoes. And I didn't know a lot about it at the time. And, but what I did know really interested her. So what it did is I told her that volcanoes form the Hawaiian Islands. And they created the Hawaiian Islands. So she took a look around and she was thrilled that a volcano could create such a beautiful place. And then we got to our hotel suite and we turned on the TV and the first thing we saw was the eruption of a volcano. And it was once again an incredible sight. It was, it's the largest volcano in the world and beautiful plumes of lava were being jettisoned into the air and streams of liquid molten rock emanated from the peak. We were both fascinated by the terrifying beauty and power of the volcano. And why not? Why wouldn't you be? If you think about it, over millions of years, eons, millennia, volcanoes have risen from the ocean depths to become small little islands. Then as they kept rising above sea level, they formed magnificent scenery all over the world. Anyone, anybody who's been to the Hawaiian Islands is going to be touched and affected by the profound beauty, the staggering sunsets, and the incredible vistas that are part of the, part of the Hawaiian Islands. It's just, it's beautiful. It's indescribable beauty. And not only did these volcanoes over hundreds of thousands of years create Hawaii, but they also created Samoa, Bermuda, the Canary Islands, the Marquesas Islands, Reunions, Fiji, Galapagos, New Zealand, Easter Island, and Pitcairn, where Fletcher Christian was marooned after the mutiny on the bounty. And by the way, Tori's boyfriend, who is a great guy, his name is Christian Gange, and we call him Fletcher because of Fletcher Christian. So, but some of the most exciting places and the most enchanting places in the world were created by volcanic eruptions. And it took, once again, millenniums to create. Uh, and what it also did, it spawned 
Volcanoes spawn vibrant ecosystems both above and below the water. Now, if you go to the deepest depths of the ocean where, where there's no sunlight, but lava has cultivated with its nutrients an underwater ecosystem that has the depths of the ocean teeming with life. And these are crazy creatures. I did some, when I was doing some research on them, I took a look at them and these creatures, they're shrimp and fish and crustaceans, they have bioluminescence. Since there is no, no light there at all, they create their own light. Some of these fish have like little antennas hanging from their head and at the bottom of these antennas are lights. They create their own lights. That's insane. And this all started because of the cultivation of the area underwater by the rich nutrients in the lava that flowed from a volcano. And some of the highest concentrations of life are created by volcanoes underwater. Above the sea, volcanic eruptions have created all sorts of life. See, when, when the volcano, when the lava flows out, it contains nutrients such as iron, calcium, potassium, and sodium that really enrich the soil. So farmers, like in the Canary Islands, are close to volcanoes. It's risky, but the agricultural growth is very fertile and very production, productive. And eruptions over the millenniums have given birth to trillions of plants and animals through the ages. Places like New Zealand have unique ec ecosystems. Samoa, Hawaii, they're vibrant, vigorous, and vital environment bursting with life. So I know that when we talk about volcanoes and you get this vision of volcanoes, you think of volcanoes as these destructive forces that destroy life, that destroy everything in its path. But that's only part of the story. And I'm going to get into that story in a minute. But I have to tell you that volcanoes create land that creates life on a planetary scale. It's huge, the effect uh, that volcanoes have had on life on this planet and the ecosystems that have developed because of the eruption of volcanoes. Now, recently with social media around the world, we've watched Cubra Vieja, which means Old Summit in Spanish, I'm sorry, Old Summit in English, erupted for the eighth time in recorded history. So there was an earthquake on September 11th of this year of 3.5 under a Cubra Vieja of 3.5 on the Richter scale. It's a small earthquake caused by the, that caused the major volcanic eruption on September 19th in the Canary Islands which is part of Spain, and by the way, that's located in the Atlantic Ocean. 
lava shot into the air, causing hot molten rivers streaming to, to, toward houses in two different villages. Now, the Spanish authorities, now, once again, Cubra Vija in, on the island of La Palma in the Canary Islands has erupted several times, so they were not taken by surprise. And it did blow its stack, but the Spanish authorities were ready. And they evacuated the infirmed and the farm animals immediately. Once again, you've got the areas around volcanoes are very fertile, so you have lots of farms. Fortunately, this is a very sparsely populated area. Two hours later, with lava surging down the mountainside, four villages were evacuated. That night, video footage shows fountains of lava shooting into the sky. Three incandescent orange rivers of molten rock came pouring out of the mountainside, devouring everything in its path. You know, the, the, the heat is so hot that it just engulfs everything. One stream, several hundred meters long and 40 meters wide, engulfed dozens of homes and, once again, everything in its path. Video footage of the volcanic eruption was both spectacular and breathtaking, but most of all, it was terrifying. And it's just like a surging tide of molten lava just, in, just destroying everything in its path. And it's interesting that this is, a, in spite of what we saw, because it was all over social media, and I hope you got a chance to look at it, the island of La Palma, the er eruption, was relatively small. Now, there was concern of lava. It would flow down to the ocean. And when the lava hits the ocean, toxic gas would be emitted to, into the atmosphere. So there was really concern about that. But fortunately, the lava flow slowed and it looks like it's not gonna reach the ocean and it appears we're gonna be okay. But there were 183 homes literally disappeared under the rising tide of molten, hot molten rock. You know, farms were destroyed, people's lives were destroyed. But thanks to the efficiency, once again, of the Spanish authorities, no lives were lost. And here's something that really boggles the mind. Volcanoes have an index measuring the power of an eruption. It's called the Volcanic Explosivity Index, the VIE. And the VIE is like a Richter scale for volcanoes. And Richter scales, you know, excuse me, I'm from Southern California, so we're very familiar with Richter scales that measure the size of earthquakes because we have earthquakes once every 10 years or so. And what was interesting about this is this is a small, a small, a small volcano. It measured one or two on the VIE schedule. Sorry, VEI. And volcanoes are rated from one to eight on the VIE scale. In spite of the devastation, the rivers of flowing lava, the destruction of houses, farms, 
and the potential for toxic gas. This was a small volcanic eruption compared to what's happened in the past. And we're going to talk about some other ones that did this. But before we do, now why do volcanoes explode, erupt with such intensity? What happens is molten rock called magna builds up underground and rises towards the surface through cracks in the tectonic plague. So if you have like, for example, in, in the La Palma eruption that's going on right now, there was that small earthquake that happened that allowed molten lava to escape into the mountain and then gas bubbles build up as the magna the magna rises if there is not a fissure or an opening in the rock in the mountain the pressure builds the more the pressure builds the more intense the volcanic power now when i was a kid and i'm going to try and equate this when I was a kid, what we used to do is we used to take, we used to have Pepsi fights and we'd take a bottle of Pepsi and we, we'd open it up and then we would shake the bottle with our thumb over the top of the bottle so the pressure would build up and it kept building and building and the longer you shook it, the more pressure would build up and then we would spray each other with Pepsi, uh, kind of a waste of... Uh, a waste of good soda, but it was fun. It was fun. And it's the same thing with a volcano is you, what you do, what happens is as the pressure builds, it gets more and more intense and finally it blows. Now, if there's a little leak in the mountain, then it doesn't, the the, the pressure doesn't build up. There's an outlet for the pressure. So the intensity doesn't build and doesn't explode like, like some, of the, some of the more intense volcanoes that have gotten us in the past. Now, there are about 1,500 active volcanoes in the world. And the hotspots for volcanoes is, is in the Caribbean and in Indonesia. And we're going to talk about an Indonesia volcano in the very near future here. Now, California, where this podcast is emanating from, has seven volcanoes with the potential of explosive eruptions. And they are life-threatening because they're close. Now, the first one that I remember is on May 18, 1980, Mount St. Helen erupted in the state of Washington, and it was the most devastating volcano in U.S. history. I remember watching it on TV. It was all over the TV, and it was live, and we were taken back at the intensity. Now, the intensity of the eruption, the beauty, the splendor, awesome power. Fortunately, it was in a rural area and caught everyone by surprise. Mount St. Helen hadn't erupted since the 1400s, so people were not aware of the potential for this thing to erupt. And it, there was loss of life. 57 people were killed. 
if there was some luck here involved, and I know 57 people killed doesn't sound like a lucky situation, but the logging season would have started one day later, and Mount St. Helen would have been full of loggers cutting down trees. And had it exploded then, the devastation to life would have reached in the thousands. Now, Mount St. Helen, 200 homes, 47 bridges, 185 miles of road was engulfed by lava flowing rivers. So one of the most visible ones, and they just did a, a movie on this recently, was, and by the way, it wasn't a very good movie, uh, but it was, uh, it was the eruption that happened on Mount Vesuvius in Italy in 79 AD. Thousands of people died. And since Vesuvius, since then, Vesuvius has erupted at least two dozen times. Now, it is considered one of the most dangerous volcanoes in the world. It totally engulfed five cities, including the city of Pompeii. And just recently, recently in the, in the 20th century, we've dug out and everything was preserved in Pompeii. You can see the city now just like it was in 79 AD when it erupted. But now it is considered one of the most dangerous volcanoes, volcanoes on Earth because there are 3 million people living in the area. So 600 are in what they call the danger zone, which they could be engulfed. And if she erupts, this is a populated area and it's going to do devastating damage. And I'm hoping and praying that the Italian authorities are as swift and as decisive in getting people out of there as the Spanish were. So, and please keep in mind that the, 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 the VEI in the Canary Islands was a one or a two. Vesuvius, when it erupted, they considered that a five. So a VEI of five in a very populated area like where Vesuvius is, could cause incredible loss of lives. Boy, that's scary. Now, the largest and most powerful volcano eruption in human history was Mount Tambora in what is now Indonesia. It's, a, it's happened on a small island in the Indonesian chain. On April 5th, 1815, Tambora exploded with indescribable fury. For centuries, lava and poison gas had been building up under the, the mountain, causing a pressurized eruption that has been unsurpassed in terms of intensity. It literally blew the top off the mountain. Before the explosion, Tomboro was, was 14,000 feet tall. After the explosion, the peak was 9,000 feet tall. So all of that got blown right up. It lost a third of its height due to the explosion. The thunderous explosion could be heard 
1,600 miles away, 1,600 miles away. So let's say, for example, that this volcano erupted in Chicago. You could hear it in L.A. Pumice stones and pieces of mountain the size of softballs that were hot and, you know, and heavy and on fire started raining down in a 500-mile radius doing devastating devastating damages. So let's assume, for example, this volcano was in Los Angeles and eight inches of diameter, a softball of hot, smoking, fiery, molten rocks would have rained down on Las Vegas. Boy, that's a, that is a scary thought. Tens of billions of tons of lava exploded out of Tambora. All life on the island perished. There was, there was nothing left. You couldn't see anything on the island itself. It was awful. It was awful. So what happened is the ash, 100,000 people were killed directly, okay? And when I say directly, they were either killed by lava, they were either killed, killed by poison gas, or it created a tsunami that washed up on other parts of Indonesia. So they're estimating that 100,000 people were directly killed as a result of the explosion. Now, the ash that was spewed into the atmosphere from, from Tambora created a cloud in the atmosphere and it stayed there for years. And what happened is the, the cloud insulated the world from the sunlight it needed, which created cooling. There was a cooling trend. Now cooling temperatures led to less rainfall and that led to failed crops all over the Northern Hemisphere. And so if we include the people who died of starvation and famine, the death toll would be in tens of millions. So this is just, this was the biggest one that ever happened to our knowledge. Now there might've been some in prehistorical history that, that were bigger, but this was the granddaddy of them all. And, you know, we have modern technology now and we can predict this stuff. But if this happens in an area that is populated like Mount Vesuvius, let's say, for example, that this, and by the way, this was a VEI of seven, it wasn't even eight. So if this seven would hit, if Mount Vesuvius erupts with the same fury and intensity of, of Tambora did in 1815, millions of people would be directly killed by the lava flow and millions more would die from the effect on the climate, the effect on the crops, and the effect on the environment itself. Now, volcanoes are one of the most powerful and intense forces on the planet. And it creates incredible destruction, 
incredible devastation, but it also creates ecosystem. It creates life. It creates unique forms of plants and animals that would have never been seen on the earth had volcanoes not erupted. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast.